0: Hello guys, welcome back to What The Football. We are back again with Game Week 6. And it was a boring Game Week, you know, for us. Both of us, I mean. (laughs) But otherwise, the Premier League was really happening. You know, I mean, Leeds United winning three name against Aston Villa, who has a good defensive record this season at home. Yeah. Leeds had 27 shots on target and Patrick Bamford scoring a hat-trick. Stuff of dreams. Stuff
1: of dreams for that team.
0: I mean, mean, BLSA is known for such football. Scoring goals, you know, counter-attacking football. The first was the first half was quite boring, but I mean, second half really. You know, Bielsa, I guess, in the halftime told them, "Play like this is your last day," and you know, because <laughs> Bielsa is a guy who you should be afraid of. And when you are a player, if you have seen that video, you know, the documentary, he yeah. demands more from his players. I mean, the That's players it. himself are really, you know, they have been trained in a way where they have to play 48 48 matches in the championship. I mean, fitness-wise, they are on top. Bamford, you know, I mean, it's good to see Bamford scoring a hat-trick. I mean, because he's been up and down, you know, going from one club to another. He's never been consistent. But, you know, it seems like he's Bielsa's top guy. I mean, he's Bielsa's go-to guy, I would say. Not just top, but Bielsa's go-to guy when it comes to scoring.
1: So many, we saw with so many English, young English players, not just at Chelsea, but at other top clubs as well. You know, they had their promises, but they just didn't get their chances. I think Bamford is getting a real good chance now. When he moved to Leeds uh, actually, many thought that okay, that move is okay. Something like, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean he just never thought guy, he would yeah. get into the Premier League. Exactly.
1: Not just in Premier League, but you know, so many people thought, yeah, okay, okay, Bamford, yeah, it's just guy going to a club like called Leeds, that's okay. Leeds had a good team, then Leeds came back, and now I mean, Premier League hat trick is just stuff of dreams. I mean, some of the yeah I mean best players in Premier League have, do not have a hat trick against their name. So and I think to do it against Aston Villa and to break the perfect record. And I think yeah, were, they had a those are record. Yeah, three three massive points for Leeds. I mean, they're <clears> definitely <throat> in for a contention of, you know, top half, if not Europa League places or European places, if they continue at this rate.
0: I mean, Leeds are a team, you know, which I thought I mean they're not gonna get relegated, I'm sure, because the way Bielsa is playing football and the players himself are playing really well. Yeah. <clears throat> the way they had twenty-seven shots you know, In this game, out of which they converted three. Yeah, that's a many, I mean, that says That says volumes, you know. That says yeah. volumes, the way they are playing.
1: Exactly. It wasn't a fluke win, like they counter counterattacked and, yeah. you know, just, you know, hit. It was uh, well
0: deserved victory for them, I mean.
1: Like, yeah, it was, you know, they were in command, so, they were taking their shots, and that's a yeah. good team uh, effort to see from these. I mean, they yeah, are a exactly. very attacking team and favorites of many, if I may remind you they are the favorites of many because they gave liverpool a close run in their first match now yeah. 7 <laughs> 2 you can <forget> that <laughs> yeah sure sure yeah so uh leeds obviously they are playing well they could be in as i said previously contenders for european places if they play with obviously it's difficult for a championship team to come straight away to a premier league level and perform at the same tempo and same uh, enthusiasm yeah. and all over. But the you know,
0: we we had a feeling when it was Leeds. we had a feeling, you know, that yeah, BLSA is gonna do something which is gonna, you know, abrupt the Premier League and exactly. you know, take over the Premier League.
1: He he was too good a manager in championship. I mean, to be fair, that would be like Ferguson managing some club in championship. You I mean, I'm not comparing those two, but he's quite good and I, I don't think he's you know
0: his level no, is he is really he's really good. Yeah. I mean. Yeah,
1: definitely. So, we are going to see some surprises. from Let's
0: talk about some, uh, yeah, let's talk about some another manager that has been really good. I mean, in the coming, like, last two, three weeks, that is David Moyes. He snatched a (laughs) point against Manchester City. That, you know, overhead kick from Antonio. I mean, wow. Brilliant. Seriously, that was an amazing And
1: they had chances to win the game in second half, which I think Yamolenko had taken his chance. They could have even won it. I mean, that was a brilliant chance. He, He, you know... Shot straight at uh, City's goalkeeper, Edison. Had that been converted, you know, I think Yamolenko is a better player than that when he's doing getting one-on-one with goalkeeper. He can easily chip that goalkeeper. He was just too, you know, get very eager for his goal and so, somehow, shot straight to the goalkeeper. But that's okay. I mean, the point against Manchester City, and not just this season, but if you look at last season as well, West Ham were in trouble when David Moyes was appointed. Yeah, he played some really good football, and not eventually he obviously got them out of those relegation places. But I think I think around you know two weeks with two weeks to go, two or three game weeks to go, their promotion was confirmed and you know, safety. I mean not promotion. That's a huge thing for West Ham that back then and now they are playing you know decent football, and David Moyes is a good manager. Make no mistake, he's a good
0: manager, but for small teams he can't handle big yeah, exactly. clubs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we talked about,
1: like we talked about last last time yeah. out. You know, there are certain managers like uh, Harry Redner or David Moyes or Sam Allardyce maybe. In that case,
0: you know, just in that case, you should also talk about another manager who got a good victory. That is Roy Hodgson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's been doing phenomenal at Crystal Palace. He's been giving the results, he's been performing well, he's been getting wins, he's been getting draws against top clubs as well. So, you know, even, I mean, Zaha has stayed still at Crystal Palace, you know, even after the speculation, he might leave this, you know, this year. But he's been he's been there for Crystal Palace. He's I mean he's the player for Crystal Palace that they have. They all rely exactly. on Zaha. Yes. And so it was a good win for them as well. But you know, uh, coming on to the next game that I would talk about is Everton. I mean they had such a good start. They're still table top. I mean they're still top of the table. But you know this week it's it feels like the kazoo magic has you know fallen apart or have been jinxed. It after talking so much about that kazoo. You know, when, I mean, it was had Zishan as well on that episode, but we were talking that, you know, the even leads have gone for the wrong sponsor and they should have gone for Kazoo. <laughs> yeah. Kazoo, so it, if
1: if it's translated in English, it means cashew nuts. I mean, there's obviously, you know, global warming around, so that may have contributed to burning looks cross like cashew they, crops
0: as well. It's, I mean, they feel it in the nuts this week, if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> sure, sure. Definitely, yeah.
0: Both Everton and Aston Villa had a you know uh, defeat. I mean, they had a good record, which so good. Yes, Let's talk exactly. about the red card. I mean, Dini Red uh, was it an actual red for you? I mean, what is your take? I mean, I for uh, me, it was a red, it should have been a red because it was a reckless challenge.
1: Well, if you look at the challenge from certain angles, I mean, that looks crushingly bad. I mean, that looks red 10 on 10. I mean, not even three game suspension, maybe he'll have six if you look at certain angles, but if you look at the general state if you look at general state of play uh, which you know uh, which resulted into that red card i don't think it was a red card no I mean, guys come on please uh, it, it, carlo ancelotti did suggest that you know talk about all those pickford red and you know richarlison circle tackle, you know that may have contributed to referee's minds so, you know, they may the everton's reputation may have preceded them but i don't think that was a red card i mean i have seen worse tackles go unpunished so I would be surprised if it's not Yeah, but not over you know time.
0: the the worst part is the worst part is that, that red the three match ban has been reduced to one match after the appeal. Whereas Marshall, who did nothing, I mean Marshall just put his hand up, he's got a three match ban, and this guy's ban has been reduced to one match. I mean, what is wrong with the FA and what is wrong with the Premier League people? The VAR is you know literally VAR ruining is... the. I mean, I'm tired of saying things about VR. Man. I don't have Whatever. words, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to
1: mirror your thoughts. I don't have words to say on VR. I mean, no no words are enough. And I, basically, I've run out of that. Word, so, I don't want to be... I, I mean, VR, I know.
0: VR, I know. VR has not been even loyal to you this game week. Yeah, exactly. I was going <laughs> to talk about that. Why was that not a penalty? I mean, we'll come to that. We'll discuss about <laughs> that. But we have one more game, you know, which the champions were let like, they've won it. But it was not a game that they should have won. I mean, they were playing really bad. But still, they managed to get the three points against Sheffield. It was I mean, like Sheffield a,
1: themselves aren't playing too well. I mean, yeah, they are not playing well, but I still, know.
0: that in that game, if you see, they were playing really quite well compared to the games that they had. But in yeah. the end, champions got the three points. That's all that matters.
1: That's all that matters. But I think there is a story brewing in that. I mean, three points is all okay and cozy. Hard work and hard work and labored win. I mean, that's what, you know, that's it, that is that is champions stuff, basically. Everyone can win fancy and all, but it's champions who usually win dirty and then usually win, win when they are not expected to do so. So, on that front, it sounds good for Liverpool, but I don't think it stops at that. I mean, there are going to be deeper problems. With, I mean,
0: if we look at... There two, are deeper problems, I mean...
1: Yeah, if you look at teams which have won uh, premiership previously, like Chelsea, the... United, Arsenal's invincibles. I don't think they had, you know, that much of an impact if one player went out. If you see in Chelsea's uh, Premiership campaign, maybe if Petr Cech went out, I don't think it would impact them that much. If, if in, you know, United's all those great title-winning runs, if Cantona suppose went out injured or Rooney maybe went out injured, I don't think that affected them that much yeah. as it is affecting Liverpool. I mean, they are they are you know under pump. I mean, under pump and under pressure on the psychological side of things. I mean, one you lose one player, I mean, obviously, Van Dijk is the greatest defender in Premier League, maybe even the world. Oh, please. No, no, no. no.
0: That is something way <laughs> yeah, too much. Come on. Be I, realistic. Be realistic. I, I mean, I am going to
1: be neutral <laughs> here and I am going to say that Van Dijk is the greatest defender in Premier League right now. I'm not talking all the time.
0: No, no. Not even right now as well. I mean, look at the errors <laughs> that is made in the past couple of games before he was injured and even after the lockdown. He made some serious errors. Whereas, I mean, Maguire has even better record than him in terms of defensive record. Definitely. To compare I, the stats.
1: Definitely. But it's not like Maguire has had his sunny days all through his career and <laughs> all. I mean, he has some bad off, <laughs> off-field days as well. So, But, you know, the thing is, one single player like Van Dyke, I know he's, a, he's an important cause in Liverpool's wheel, <clears throat> but I don't think he should be impacting them that much. Like, they are talking about, you know, oh, Van Dyke is out and all. What are we going to do? They're playing him?
0: Fabinho as a centre-back. and Yeah. Yeah, we'll come to that later,
1: Fabinho. Uh, but the thing is, I don't think losing one player, you know, uh, takes away that much of an edge away from your team. Like, you know, you are reckless. I mean, you don't know what to do. You are clueless. You are wrong things, uh, psychologically speaking. I mean, you know, one player having so much of an impact. I, I haven't seen that in any one team. I mean, I have seen players having positive impact, like the Cantona, for example. But, you know, losing one player and... You know, making it so much
0: of a halabaloo over that player, I, I don't think that is fair enough for Liverpool. They I mean, even Carragher, the first than thing... He, yeah, even Carragher, the first thing was like, Liverpool lead centre-back Liverpool lead. Come on, if you are a champion, you should have that kind of a squad depth where, exactly. you know, if someone is injured, someone should come up and be ready to take up that challenge. I mean, exactly, I, I, exactly. I, it, it literally feels like Liverpool just won one season because they had the squad fit. They played each and every game with the same squad, got in a few year-and-there players. But still, it was more of like a one-season wonder, I feel. Maybe another 30 years for uh, another good title <laughs> or another pandemic that comes in. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Are you never going to let them off the hook? <laughs> oh, come on.
0: It's Liverpool. You can't. Yeah. Sure. But that,
1: that's the scheme of things with Klopp. I mean, you know, Klopp has dropped a shoulder. I haven't seen, I haven't said it too many times because I haven't seen it too many times. Klopp dropping a shoulder. But I don't think that's fair on Liverpool to lose one player and... Crying about it so much. I mean, I mean easy, even right? in the
0: Champions League, we saw they won that 1-0 game by an own goal. They couldn't score one goal. Yeah. I mean, though Firmino was on the score sheet after so many games, but still, that was against Sheffield for a team who's not playing really well. Two goals in the
1: same I mean, I've
0: like, I mean, I, I yeah. seen defenders having a better record than him. Maguire has a better record than... Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sure. I'm talking yeah. about Le- Leicester. I'm not talking about United. Let's talk about Leicester. When he was at Leicester. <laughs>
1: Sure, then he definitely has. (laughs) Uh,
0: Still, captain, my captain. Anyways, moving on, you know, let's talk about the Arsenal-Leicester game. Vardy coming in as a super sub, you know, crashing the Emirates Stadium. I mean, the fans, if there would have been fans, I mean, it would have been such an amazing game. I would have enjoyed it. I would have, I mean, they got Thomas Partey, but there's still no party for Arsenal.
1: (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, look, basically, uh,
1: Leicester's, Leicester's first win at Emirates, I mean, it's a bit of a surprise, to be fair, because how dominant Leicester have been over yeah, the past on, you know, four or five years. And it's their first minute Emirates. But, you know...
0: Yeah, but apart that, from that, yeah. apart from that, on if you, if you see on sheet, Arsenal were looking much better team and the Arsenal fans were really, I mean, they were so, you know, uh, like hyped. They're like, we're back to four three three, we're back to four three three, blah, blah, blah. And when I saw the results, I'm like, what happened? What the hell happened? I mean, what the fuck? Vardy is coming on on the 73rd or 74th meeting, scoring a goal and getting it uh, over the line for Leicester. I'm like, what the fuck went wrong? They've got Magales, they've got such defender, they've got party they wanted. And they were like, come on, we've got party now, we'll party. Where's the party? For fuck's sake. Uh, party is missing,
1: I mean if they want a party here, I mean there are
0: some you know. No offense get-less. against Arteta. Arteta is very good. But still, I mean shocking result. Looking at the team sheets, I was so I was so you know sure, like yeah, it's a good team. Arsenal is gonna win it on hand. So
1: but it, it should if be an easy look at Leicester in that match. I mean, Leicester have been now been to Manchester City and they have won emphatically. 5-2, yeah That's an understatement to be fair. They have been at Arsenal and they have won. I mean, huge results for Leicester. I mean, are they starting See, to pick off the form they had before pandemic?
0: Yeah, they've signed some good players. They've got the squad depth they need. They've been, you know, they're, ch- they're challenging for the Europa as well. And in terms mm. of, you see, an emphatic wins against City. I mean, that was, come on. It's okay because City were anyway struggling with the defence that time. During the start of the game weeks. They got uh, mm. players in there, but still they were struggling. The players in I there mean, even right really now, if you see, see they're they are, they are literally missing that creativity. I mean, are, after David Silva, they only had KDB who has come in. But she was injured. I mean, he's not on the pitch. So, I mean, they're literally missing that, you know, that playmakers that they had on the pitch. City doesn't have that anymore. They had that pairing of Silva and De Bruyne. What Pep did was amazing. He got in De Bruyne and Pep and said, uh, De Bruyne and Silva, I mean, he got in De Bruyne and Silva and he's like, okay, you two play together. Try to make, uh, you know, uh, try to make goals for the strikers and or else score your goals on your own if you want. So, you know, they were playing together that kind of a creativity exactly. which uh, silva and diprune had for city which is missing yeah and
1: even sterling i mean sterling was a playmaker but sterling is now a proper goal scorer so there is no yeah. one to create the play for them yeah exactly
0: so you know yeah that is that and yeah uh, we yeah we were at uh, Leicester. last so yeah.
1: lester have pretty good results so i mean they, we, they were always you know contenders for european places it strengthens their case now yeah. yeah. So let's see what happens. I mean, it's going to be a heck of a season. Basically, it did, you know, if you look at the table after six game weeks, still Everton was on roller, top
0: after that draw
1: and a loss. Exactly. It's a roller coaster table. I mean, anyone could have been top. I mean, had Chelsea won uh, one of the games, one of their uh, drawn games, they could have been top. Had United been good, they had been. They could have been top. Had Spurs been, you know, instead of drawing three all, had they won that game, they could have been top. Yeah, they won so one lead. nil
0: this game, you know, against Burnley. Yeah. I mean, it was very, pretty much boring, but still Son was on the score sheet and that, you know, the partnership of Son and Kane has been amazing Kane. throughout this season, Kane. from the start. Again, the assist was by Harry Kane and Son scored a goal. I mean, they've swapped roles, whereas Son is only scoring goals and Harry Kane is giving out an assist. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a brilliant
1: swapped. combo. I don't think Mourinho will yeah, mind I've, though, that. I've seen minute.
0: a few, you know, I've seen uh, a few face swaps where, you know, there's one face, like Son and Kane on the same face and they look alike, like. Literally, <laughs> it was hilarious. It's brilliant, brilliant thing. If and you are coming... a Spurs
1: fan, it's time to celebrate for you.
0: Yeah, definitely. Finally, Spurs, I mean, Spurs, India have something to celebrate. I have, uh, you know, there's a supporters club in Mumbai that we have. They have finally something yeah. to celebrate upon. They've got Mourinho, they've yeah. got players. Yeah, Le- exactly. And uh, finally, coming to the big match: with you. United versus Chelsea, me versus you. Such a boring game. I felt like sleeping at the 40th minute as well. I mean, I'll go to sleep. There's nothing to watch. Nothing is gonna happen. There was no creativity from each side. I mean, defensively, Lampard is doing wonders. Mendy was good. Blah blah blah. I mean, what should we do? I mean, what a boring game. It literally felt like blah blah blah. That is why I said blah blah blah. Otherwise, I'm pumped up. Exactly. But I mean, you I mean, know, come on. this What's was a, a game.
1: game. This was a game that both sides approached as to not to lose game. They didn't want to yeah. win it. They didn't want to lose that- it. And they wanted a clean <laughs> sheet. That reflected in, you know, play. I mean, you look at attacking players on the pitch. You have Rashford, you have uh, Havertz, you have Mason Mount, you have, you know, Mason Mount came in late, but still, yeah. Yeah, still, yeah. Then for United, you have Dan James. Uh,
0: um, I mean, I don't know why. No, let's not talk about Dan James. He is not a guy who (laughs) plays in the Premier League. I don't know why Why is Ole starting Dan James when he has Donny Van Der Beek. I mean, he can still play on the right wing or the left wing, whatever it is. I understand. You know, I think, There are certain speculations. The problem with, Donny Van Der Beek not yeah, starting, the- sitting on the bench, doing nothing. But yeah, if you're using Dan James, I would prefer him playing rather than Dan James. Come on. He's shy. Okay,
1: but, uh, you know, uh, to for someone like Donny Van Der Beek to play, he needs to play his box-to-box role. So, there needs to be a vacant space in United Central Midfield. So I don't think there is right now he could have played in place of Mata probably uh Tommy Vendelby, he could have started. No, no, no. no. I but... mean he
0: has played for uh, Ajax on the right wing as well, where you know Dan instead of Dan James. So when you see at Ajax, he has won it. He's played he's played on the right side, is won it for the team queen on the right side. Yeah,
1: he has. Definitely. But his main role is through centre. And maybe maybe Ole wants to play him through centre. I mean, we don't know what's going inside that PT teachers head after all. So, you know, it's a curious case of United-Central midfield. Yeah, I mean, see, Donny when
0: you Manderbeek, mentioned who's absolutely Dan.
1: brilliant, I mean.
0: Yeah, Donny Vanderbeek yeah. is brilliant. I mean, you mentioned Dan James there. So, that is the reason I brought that up. Otherwise, I have no... I mean, I trust Ole. The, he might There might be some of the other reasons he's not starting Donny. I trust him. I know he'll, you know, use Donny to its fullest. And he'll do wonders when he comes on for us, which I have no doubt about. But yeah. if you're playing yeah. Dan James, I would but rather you know, prefer playing, you know, Pandabi a- Coa James. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I think
1: anyone would. Except for. I mean, he, Dan, I mean, I, I, he had life.
0: that. I mean, one season we gave him to settle down, whatever it is. But this is the second season, bro. Come on. You have to show us something that you had at Swansea. Something which people saw at Swansea and got you to United. And when you're at a club like United, it feels like, you know, you should. You're, best you should give everything you should be your utter best i mean he's nowhere near he's nowhere near good Definitely. forget about best he's nowhere near good <laughs> be good oh, first God,
1: that triggered you so much yeah um. talking about the game in general i mean it's okay i mean both sides kept their shape i mean pulisic had a chance here and there he made a run here and there uh zuma with his header you he he, gone, he went close i mean mindy you know sensible uh saves from uh, marcus rashford yeah, so, you know, that's the thing. I mean, both sides wanted to keep their shape. Both sides wanted to, you know, retain their clean sheet. You know, something of a defensive... Yeah, yeah. Please
0: speak. Yeah, in terms of United, if you see, they had good chances, but they were not able to convert those chances. There was no finishing that. The finishing was missing. I mean, they had pretty good chances, in, you know, and considering what Chelsea had. I mean, they were lacking that. Because Lampard was playing that defensive kind of football. He was on the defensive end. So i mean yeah that is it about this game week so hope you guys liked it don't forget to subscribe us and follow us on instagram twitter and we'll be back with yet another episode thanks guys see you guys bye bye yeah